chapter twenty three of monte cristo's daughter by edmund flagg this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter twenty three a modern miracle monte cristo whose power and influence seemed to be absolutely boundless presented himself on the following morning at the insane asylum where the viscount massetti was under treatment armed with a permit from the papal secretary of state cardinal monti for the hebrew physician dr israel absalom to assume charge of the case of the noble patient the director of the institution shrugged his shoulders when this permit was exhibited to him by m morel who had accompanied the count for the purpose of introducing him to that official messieurs said he in very good french i am bound to respect this paper but i solemnly protest against trusting the patient to this hebrew charlatan and wash my hands of all responsibility in the premises monsieur the director replied monte cristo in a dignified tone notwithstanding the repeated assertion of your physician who has been in charge of young massetti ever since his arrival here that his malady was entirely curable he has made but little if any progress with the sufferer who to-day is still insane dr absalom even though he be a charlatan as you maintain but which if you will pardon me i must decline to admit could not make a more conspicuous and complete failure monsieur the count said the director coldly evidently not relishing monte cristo's bluntness all that the most advanced science can do has been done insanity is a disease slow and difficult of cure time is required to produce results and it will be fully a year before the viscount can even under the most favourable circumstances be thoroughly restored your experience entitles your opinion to respect returned the count with equal coldness but still i cannot accept that opinion as final as you please said the official haughtily after your jewish physician if he really be such has vainly administered his nostrums and ineffectually mumbled his incantations you will be glad enough to have the regular practitioner of the asylum resume the functions of which you now see fit so summarily to deprive him perhaps answered the count smiling it is part of my creed never to despise science in whatever form it may come the director bowed with satirical politeness at noon precisely dr absalom arrived he had discarded his gaudy and fantastic attire of the previous day and appeared in the ordinary street dress of a european if he had seemed imposing to maximilian at his house in the ghetto he looked still more imposing to him now shorn as he was of all oriental accessories and depending for effect upon the wondrous intellectual aspect of his countenance alone the only article of luxury he had about him was a massive gold-headed cane on which his years caused him to lean heavily monte cristo and m morrel received him with the utmost courtesy and deference but the director hardly noticed him and with difficulty concealed his disgust the hebrew sage however was used to the uncivil manner in which the italians treated the people of his nation and showed not the faintest sign of displeasure though the count and maximilian could scarcely restrain themselves from resenting the official's insulting behaviour 
without delay dr absalom was conducted to young massetti's chamber by the physician who up to that time had attended the patient he was an elderly man but though an italian showed marked respect for the aged noble-looking hebrew monte cristo and m morrel accompanied the two savants the former confident in dr absalom's power to perform his promise the latter hoping for his success yet doubtful of it as the party entered the apartment of the maniac the italian physician said to his jewish confrere dr absalom i would very much like to witness your mode of treatment will you kindly permit me to remain in the room certainly replied the hebrew i have nothing whatever to conceal but he added with twinkling eyes i warn you in advance that you will be no wiser after you have witnessed my operations and their result than you are at present the viscount was sitting in a large armchair his face buried in his hands at the entrance of the four men he murmured without looking up why has the beautiful vision left me why does the divine juno deny me the light of her presence dr absalom glanced inquiringly at his companions he means valentine my wife explained maximilian she resorted to a pardonable little artifice to lure him hither let her be sent for at once said the hebrew i shall have need of her but objected monte cristo madame morrel is taking charge of my daughter this poor young man's betrothed who is terribly cast down by her lover's fearful misfortune and cannot be left alone his betrothed exclaimed dr absalom better and better let her also be brought i shall have need of her too you shall be obeyed doctor said monte cristo and m morrel was at once dispatched to the hotel de france with instructions to return immediately with his wife and zuleika when they had arrived and their presence in an adjoining apartment was announced to dr absalom by maximilian the hebrew said m morrel kindly conduct your wife hither and you m the count go to your daughter and remain with her until i summon you tell the poor child to be of good cheer that her lover shall be restored to her monte cristo quitted the chamber followed by maximilian who instantly came back with valentine madame morrel said the jewish physician go to the patient and take his hand valentine did as directed at her touch the viscount started up exclaiming in tones of the utmost delight divine juno pardon me i have wronged you i thought you had deserted me but i was in error for you are here he fixed his eyes upon her gazing at her like one entranced paying no heed whatever to the others in the apartment valentine glanced at dr absalom who slowly left his place gliding stealthily to massetti's side erecting himself to his full height he extended his hands above giovanni's head almost instantly the demented man sank back into his chair as if pressed down by some colossal some irresistible force then he closed his eyes falling into a calm peaceful slumber valentine released from his clasp stood looking on lost in speechless wonder maximilian was also amazed at this prompt exhibition of the hebrew's power but the italian physician who had been intently watching whispered in his ear the jew is a mesmerist that is all at least all that has been developed so far meanwhile dr absalom continued to hold his hands above the patient's head that drooped more and more until it finally sank upon his breast 
for a moment longer the hebrew maintained his position then he withdrew his hands taking a small vial from the pocket of his coat and uncorking it immediately a powerful and subtle odour pervaded the apartment causing valentine maximilian and the italian physician to breathe painfully as if stifling what is it gasped m morrel catching the italian by the arm i do not know answered the latter but look at massetti his face is violet the preliminary hue of death if the jew kills the patient nothing can save him from the fury of the roman populace the subtle odour increased in intensity and the viscount's face changed from violet to an ashen paleness he is dead cried the italian dr absalom you are a murderer the hebrew waved his hand commandingly and with a look of the utmost dignity and sternness said be silent and wait he corked the vial replaced it in his pocket and opened a window the fresh air flooded the place and gradually the oppressive odour vanished the patient was yet of a ghastly pallor dr absalom felt his pulse counting the beats by his watch a smile of satisfaction overspread his intellectual countenance the remedy has done its work he said now for the second and vital application whatever may happen he added impressively turning to the italian physician i charge you on your life not to interfere or interrupt me producing another vial larger than the first he held it aloft and shook it examining its contents with the closest scrutiny the deeply interested and somewhat awed observers saw a bright green fluid flash in the sunlight satisfied with his examination the hebrew uncorked the vial then opening the patient's mouth he poured the emerald liquid gradually down his throat drop by drop for some seconds after this no change in massetti was perceptible he still sat sleeping in his chair with his head bowed and the ghastly hue of his visage remained unaltered dr absalom had again drawn his watch from his fob dividing his attention between noting the flight of time and intently observing the patient so profound was the silence in the room that the regular tick of the watch was distinctly audible in all parts of it suddenly giovanni began to quiver a violent convulsion followed shaking him from head to foot and fearfully contorting his face his hands curling up like a strip of paper that had been scraped with a knife his condition was frightful to behold maximilian and the italian looked on anxiously holding their breath valentine unable to bear the sight turned away emotion and terror contending within her for the mastery the hebrew however was all nerve and confidence when a quarter of an hour had elapsed he put up his watch massetti's convulsion had passed away his hands had uncurled and his unearthly pallor had been succeeded by a faint flush he reclined in his chair as if wrapped in a healthful slumber presently his lips parted zuleika he murmured oh my beloved dr absalom glanced at the italian physician significantly triumphantly the patient is dreaming he said and it is a good sign he is dreaming of his betrothed whom in his insanity he had entirely forgotten another good sign my treatment is working i shall succeed turning to maximilian he added aid me to place the viscount upon his bed if you please m morrel complied with alacrity and massetti was immediately extended on his couch in a comfortable position dr absalom again felt his pulse counting it as before by his watch then he said 
the patient may now awake at any time but it is probable that fifteen minutes will first elapse let the count and his daughter be summoned maximilian opened the door and beckoned without monte cristo and zuleika entered my child said the hebrew taking the latter by the hand and leading her to her lover's bedside look upon your betrothed he is sleeping peacefully and dreaming of you a while ago he uttered your name courage daughter courage the worst is over the clouds are sweeping from the young man's mind to leave it clear and perfect remain here where i place you it is important that upon awaking the patient's eye shall rest on you zuleika astounded bewildered gazed at her lover and with difficulty resisted the impulse to cast herself upon his neck monte cristo maximilian valentine and the italian physician grouped themselves a short distance away waiting and watching their eagerness and anxiety were intense five minutes ten minutes passed then fifteen as dr absalom's watch told the quarter of an hour the viscount all at once opened his eyes they rested on zuleika the anxious interest of the spectators was now at the highest pitch the count m morel valentine and the italian leaned forward breathlessly giovanni put his hand to his brow uttered a low sigh and then sat up gazing at monte cristo's daughter in bewilderment at last he spoke zuleika darling zuleika he said faintly but very tenderly at the same time extending his arms towards her the girl glanced at dr absalom he pointed to giovanni and smiled she instantly comprehended his permission and threw herself into her lover's embrace giovanni dear giovanni she murmured you are yourself again are you not myself zuleika have i ever been otherwise you have been very ill giovanni ah yes that is the reason i am here glancing around him he added there is your father too but who are those strangers with him the physicians and two of our most devoted friends m morel and his wife the viscount sank back upon the couch and took zuleika's hand in his clasping it warmly i feel faint and feeble he said oh so very faint and feeble but a terrible crushing weight seems to have been removed from my brain he spoke rationally dr absalom had worked a modern miracle the young man's reason was fully restored the count and maximilian exchanged glances of delight valentine's eyes were wet with tears of joy as for zuleika her cup of happiness was full dr absalom smiled placidly the italian physician advanced and took him by the hand i congratulate you said he cordially your skill is simply amazing the hebrew bowed profoundly doctor said he i have fulfilled my promise and my portion of the work is done the rest remains for you to accomplish you must resume charge of the patient and restore his strength with these words the old savant resumed his hat saluted all present and leaning heavily upon his gold-headed cane passed slowly from the apartment monte cristo followed him enthusiastically expressing his gratitude taking from his pocket a huge roll of bank bills he offered it to the hebrew but the latter firmly refused to accept i remember the athenian mob monsieur the count said he impressively as they passed the director's office that official came out well said he to monte cristo the jew has failed of course he has succeeded replied the count with a smile of triumph you do not mean to tell me that the patient is restored to reason exclaimed the director that is exactly what i do mean to tell you 
retorted monte cristo sharply humph there is some cunning trick about this cried the official returning to his office and abruptly closing the door behind him the italian physician resumed charge of the viscount massetti zuleika and valentine nursing him by turns in two weeks the young man quitted the asylum as fully restored in body as he was in mind End of chapter twenty three